Chapter 3. A Stubborn Wetsuit and an Annoying Girl Adam tugged at the legs of his wetsuit as he stood near the railing of the chartered boat, which glided easily over the rolling waves around them. The borrowed wetsuit was a little small, and it grabbed him right at the back of his legs. He glanced around, hoping nobody thought he was yanking out a wedgie as he fidgeted. Pulling and adjusting, wondering if he would ever feel comfortable, he muttered to himself, I can't wait to get down there. Clancy appeared beside him wearing a normal black bathing suit with her oxygen tanks already strapped to her back. Nice outfit, she smirked. You look like you got stuck in a rubber hose. Did I ask for your opinion? Adam snapped, refusing to look at her. I'm busy. Do you mind leaving my personal space and going back to whatever slimy troll den you climbed out of? He jerked on his mask to look busy and have a reason to ignore her. As soon as he felt the mask touch his face, he knew it was upside down. He stopped and stood straight up, pivoting away from her. Nothing would make him change it in front of Miss Know-It-All Clancy. Don't pass any gas in that wetsuit, she warned with a laugh, <laughs> or you'll float to the top in a smelly air bubble. Speaking from experience, he asked, what do you know anyway? She folded her arms and cocked her neck to one side, looking at him with a mixture of amusement and disdain. Well, for starters, I know you're a complete and total noob when it comes to scuba diving. Your mask is on upside down, and it's so tight your head looks like a zit that needs to pop. Oh, and you forgot to spray your mask with defogger. She pulled the mask away from his face, which was so cloudy he couldn't see out of it anymore. She let it go, and it snapped back, slapping him hard. She yanked on the neck of the wetsuit to shove a bottle of defogger down the front. She grinned and patted the bottle through the stretchy fabric before walking away, laughing. Adam pulled the rubbery straps of the mask up and off, glaring at her as she strode casually away. She glanced back at him, looking very pleased with herself. Grumbling, he spritzed his mask with the spray and turned away from her again. He really did not like Clancy Pitt. He made a mental note to avoid her at all times for the rest of the spring break, and, if possible, forever. His mom walked to him from the sunny prow of the boat, her strides high and awkward as she approached with her flippers already strapped to her feet. It looks like you and Clancy are getting along. Oh, honey, it's so nice to see you make a friend. She's not a friend, Mom, Adam insisted angrily. She's a boil on the butt of the world. She only came over here to make fun of me. She's like everyone else my age. All she cares about is making me look stupid. Dina took a step back, in almost the same position Clancy stood a moment before with a cocked knee and folded arms. She raised her eyebrows, looking bemused. Really? Are you trying to tell me every single person you know at school and everywhere else only lives to make you miserable? That their main goals in life are to annoy you? Are you honestly trying to tell me that the only thing they ever think about is how to embarrass you? Adam pulled a face and looked away. When she said it like that, it sounded silly. He hated it when she used logic against him. Looking down and fiddling with the scuba mask still in his hand, he mumbled, That's what it feels like sometimes. Dina put her arm around him and squeezed him in a sideways hug. Their wetsuit squeaked as they rubbed together. Believe it or not, everyone your age feels the same way sometimes. I bet Clancy is just as worried as you about the, what people think of her. Except I'm pretty sure she could beat me up if I look at her wrong. She's an Amazon who probably eats small children for lunch. She's a Gorgon. She's a fire-breathing dragon. She's... Be nice, his mom warned. His mom was probably far too old to understand his point of view, so he shrugged. I'll try if she does.
He just said that to make his mom go away. No amount of money could make him be nice to that girl. His dread for the rest of this trip exploded. Adam plopped down on the little bench at the boat's edge, burying his head in his hands. He had to get a grip. He wasn't about to let a jerk like Clancy Armpit ruin the only good part of this trip. Adam turned his attention to the water as his mom flopped back in her squeaky flippers to stand with Dr. Pitt, his wife, and a few others. Soon they were lost in an animated conversation. He lifted his head and looked out over the water to watch the waves. That mysterious tingle rushed down his spine again. The air felt so different here, heavy and full of the unknown. Attention, divers! The dive master called order and began giving the group safety instructions on how to dive safely at their location. Just off the coast of Mozambique, on the continental shelf, a deep abyss called the Malabar Hole plunged down through the ocean floor. The gigantic sinkhole brimmed with all kinds of hiding sea life. Adam listened carefully while his gaze drifted back to the water, past the divers around him. The boat bobbed up and down as vivid blue waves broke foamy white against its side, while the sea rolled endlessly in the distance. He was lost in thought, wondering how deep the sinkhole went. What sort of mythical water beasts might be hiding among the shadows? A huge splash caught his eye, and he wrenched his upper body around to see what it was. Something exploded out of the water, spun, and flipped midair. It looked straight at him, its glowing eyes changing from green to white in a split second. It twisted and dove back down with power and force he'd never seen before. Several tiny blurs of black shot up after the first creature, spraying salty water up high as they dove back down in pursuit. Whoa! He cried, hopping up on his bench to look down into the water, eager to catch another glimpse of the strange and beautiful creature and whatever chased it. The others around him, still not sure what happened, shrieked when water splashed over the edge of the boat and rained down on them. Oh, what was that? A splash that big had to be a dolphin or something! This area is known for diverse wildlife and underwater interaction, the dive master called, trying to get their attention again. That's just a small taste of what's waiting for you down there in the Malabar Hole. We have sea turtles over a hundred years old, and the Indo-Pacific bottlenose dolphin... Adam tuned the dive master out. He thought of the wild green eye, shinier than a polished emerald staring at him. That wasn't a dolphin or turtle. No ordinary animal had that kind of power and speed. He didn't know what it was, but he wanted to find it before those black things hunting it did. He closed his eyes, nervous, wondering if he had any chance to beat the black blurs to their prey. Why would those little things be after something so big and strong in the first place? And always stay close to your buddy, the dive master said, finishing the lecture. Check your dive bags. Make sure you have your slate and underwater whistles so you can signal for help if necessary. And have fun! We'll start sending you down two at a time, so stay close to your buddy. Adam rummaged in his bag to make sure he had everything they needed, but he felt that same crazy rush down his spine as he thought of those creatures battling somewhere beneath him struggle hidden beneath the calm waves. That thing was waiting for him. It needed help. He only hoped he could reach it before it was too late. He waited for his turn, bouncing on the balls of his feet in anticipation. Is my buddy ready? His mom asked him as she clown walked back to him in her big flippers. I am so ready, he answered. He could hardly contain his excitement. He reached down to adjust his flippers and then jumped up and shook out his hands, ready to go. 
He held still while the dive master strapped on his tanks. He'd never felt so antsy. I hope the wildlife down there now is a little less spirited than whatever jumped out of the water earlier, Dina laughed. I'm looking forward to seeing some nice, calm, tropical fish. What about you? Adam's dark eyes met hers. There's something I'll be looking for. Okay, the dive master said, stepping back so they could jump into the azure water, splashing against the side of the boat. You two are all clear. Don't forget to stick together, no matter what, and have fun. Adam nodded. Oh, I plan on it. His mom grasped his hand, and together they plunged feet first into the deep blue of a soundless new world, waiting for them under the waves.